Hello, my powerful women. How the heck are you? So what's up for this week? What do you want to do? What do you want to get done? More importantly, how do you want to feel this week? Maybe it's ease and flow, peaceful, freedom, inspiration. I know for me, the biggest word, and I always change it for this week, is freedom. That's right. I want to have freedom in my business and with my body. I want my body to feel so free, ease and flow with all the workouts I pick for it and wake up feeling strong and healthy. And that is just pure freedom. And also with some of the businesses I'm creating, I want to create financial freedom. So that's my big thing. I want to feel freedom. And then after that, I'm going to write it down and script it out. What about you? What are you going to do this week? Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves because first, you definitely want to listen to the Tough Mudder, Karen. Oh my goodness. My friend Shari, shout out to her, recommended this woman to me and we got on the phone and we could <laughs> just talk forever. I love her. I love her. I love her. She is definitely a tough mother. She is definitely inspiring. I forgot for a while there. I'm like, uh, we got to end. This is a podcast, but I'm sure we will get together soon and do other things. You know, it's like one of those people you meet and instantly connect with. And I could talk to her in a year from now and it would be the same way. So sit down, chill, grab your wine, grab your tea, or if you're walking outside, just feel the freedom of Karen and let her inspire you because trust me she will and as always we really appreciate it if you rate it like it share it and support us on patreon welcome to positive power lady listen in as your host Sandy Joy Weston takes on the hottest topics explores how to deal with them in a positive bold way and chat with some amazing power ladies out in the world. What up? All right, so I had this one person on my, hey, I got something to say. And I thought, you know, I just got to find out more about her. So I wanted to bring her back for the Let's Keep It Real show because she definitely keeps it real. And we have so much in common. So maybe I'm going to get it right. If not, she's going to laugh. Karen Finuccio. Woohoo! I did it right. Woohoo! There she is. All right, wait, wait, wait for your big claim of fame here. So, Karen, aka One Tough Mother, hmm, I'm already visualizing her on her motorcycle, which she told me about, but we'll get that to later. I love her opening. I'm going to change my whole thing. Conversational, compassionate, sometimes controversial, and completely uncensored. Karen, known as One Tough Mother, has conducted hundreds of amazing interviews on her One Tough Mother podcast. I should be nervous, right? Because now I get to interview her, but that's okay. She can critique me later. Sharing real life lessons from women around the world. Lessons you'll want to listen to again and again. Karen, thank you so much for being on tonight. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. A, you got Finuccio on the head. Woohoo! B, you rock, and I, I'm I'm really privileged to be on your show because I think it's really worth worthwhile. I think it's a great, great show. All right, now 
I wish they had a visual, but there's one thing. This is how I know maybe Karen and I were sisters from another mother. All right, you might have your thing, but tell them what you're drinking, Karen, and why, why we must be connected. And this is the reason. This is a, this is a very big truth too, because when we said it, we said it so unassuming that because it's a weirdo thing. Okay, there's nowhere <laughs> that I've done this that people haven't been like, wow. That's odd. Wow. What do you know? Would you like something else? So when we order or when we drink, I drink, I always have my cab, my glass of wine or two or three, but usually I try to stay with one. Okay. <laughs> Maybe two. I'm sorry. You're, you got me. Sandy. Right. Hello. Uh, yeah. Then I always have my oolong tea, which is white tea and with my fresh, I always have my fresh ginger in it and my lemon. Then I always have a sparkling water, either lemon, lime. I don't like the flavored ones as much because I'm just, I just rather throw my own crap into it. Sometimes fresh blueberries, sometimes fresh, fresh pineapple. Ugh. And that's what I do. That's it. So here's the deal. I do the same thing. I have my plain seltzer, but I have my blueberries floating around. But whatever is there, I just want it to look pretty and festive. I have my cab. So we got the red wine. And here's the thing that I have to do. I have my tea with my lemon, ginger, and honey, but I don't have the fresh ginger. That probably was freaking awesome to have fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. And you know what I just found out? First of all, let me quick give everybody a little background. So my, my father passed away. I built an apartment on my house for Ma. So Ma's 84 and she lives with me and she watches bazillion her and my daughter bazillion cooking shows like they, they're constantly on the phone talking about pioneer woman and whatever they've got all these shows they watch to be honest and i'm gonna say this really quiet so other people don't hear me i freaking hate to cook i just wait, wait a minute you're lying you're not lying. not 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 a cooker no okay not no. a cooker no. i'm not a cooker my husband's a cooker i'm not a cooker me either i'll bake you some cookies possibly a cake i'll throw together some shit if I have to, but not, I'm not reading a cookbook. I'm great at presenting. I'm a great entertainer. I'll make you a salad. I can chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Here, here's the deal. I want to find a guy who cooks and needs somebody to open the wine, pour the wine, set the table, make it look good, and drink yeah. the wine while he's cooking. That's what yeah. I want. I'm all yeah. about presentation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Okay. All right. So before we, we're going to be like going through for an hour and I'm not going to start at the top <laughs> of the show with everything. I was trying to convince her we should do our own show of Tough Mother and Positive Bitch Lady. She's like, I got too much going on right now, but it would be a who. All right, so here's the deal. One word to best describe your past 30 days. Oh, uh, awesome. And that's no lie. I would like to say. Really? Awesome? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it has been real. It was really, really I just really choked good. on a blueberry. Okay. Okay. Get out of your throat, girl. Right. It was it was good. It was a really we had a really good family holiday. Um, we really just did what we wanted to do. We were with all family, and I have seven grandchildren, mm. and they're all, all you know two of them are older, fourteen and sixteen, but the other ones are all young. So it was just one of those rocking, screaming, ripping Christmas gifts open, and running around, and me decorating. I decorate like a total and complete lunatic. Like, people come in my house, they're like, holy shit, this lady's weird. All right, wait a minute. You need to take a picture because now I'm freaking out. I decorate to the point that it almost was my husband, like, this is going to be the divorce because my house looks (laughs) like 
Santa just threw up in it. Yeah. Mine's to nausea. I collect snowmen and I have hundreds of snowmen. Oh so God. I'll take a picture and show you. It's, I do have pictures of it. It's it's insane. It's I've, insane. I've been trying to cut back. Well, what happened is, and I think he planned it, there was a flood in the basement and ruined some of the Christmas oh. stuff that I've collected for years and years. Do you think that was an accident, Karen? Do no. you think? No, no, he did that. Yeah. No, he did that. I know and I do the cutback shit too. So this is, I don't collect, I have a, Snowman, couple snowman rooms, and I have two big Santa rooms. So I decided I'm going to cut back because I'm going to be good, and I'm going to get rid of some of my Santa things, especially uh-huh. when Mom moved in with her 55 years of Christmas decorations. So what I did was nobody wanted them, so I'd go over to my daughter-in-law's house, who decorates a lot too, and I'd put them on different places throughout her house. <laughs> and her husband thought she, my son thought she bought them, and she thought my husband bought or her husband bought them, my son. And I just oh, leave oh them there God. and drive. Yeah, I'd go home. They'd be there. Yeah. By the way. That's what got ruined. All the snowmen. Oh no! Destroyed. That Destroyed. Sucks. I, mean, I, would, I got. Wait, I got one. I got one or two. But I would be distraught. I would be distraught. Okay, so that's why it was incredible and amazing. That's why you know. Yeah. I was going to say, what are you going to want for the next thirty days? But I think you're going to want more of the same. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good. It was really chill. I mean, I got a lot of things done. Um, the most important thing is, like I said, Ma lives with me. So there's a lot of family goings on in the house. And Ma got to be a big part of everything. And it was just I love great. that you call her Ma. Oh, really? You know what? I don't even realize. Yeah, I do call her Ma. I'll be Ma. like, Ma! Ma, where's my wine? <laughs> now, does Ma drink wine? No, no. Ma doesn't drink. She's Irish. And... Um, she, I mean, people see her. They're like, how old is she? She's amazing for 84. She looks gorgeous. But um, she, once in a while, she'll have a beer in the summer. Okay. Like a but, true Irish person. Yeah, she'll have her beer in the summer. But nope, nope, she don't drink wine. Mm-mm. Okay, so what's the one thing you and your mom really have in common? We're wise asses. <laughs> That's true. Ma, Ma will give you the business every day, all day long. I mean, she just... She just lays it out. She'll give you the business nonstop. And people are here and they think, like, we're fighting. It's just Ma giving me the business. And I'll say, Ma, stop it or I'm locking you down the basement. (laughs) Okay. But anyone that knows you, can they see the love coming from that? You know what I mean? I can see people fighting and yelling, you son of a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Told you not. All right, hug it out. And then they leave the room. And that's just their way. Is that the way you guys do? Well, Ma's Ma's really pissed off at you if she's mad at you. If you've really rubbed her the wrong Irish way, she'll be one of those people that won't talk to you for like 500 days. (laughs) So I have to be like, all right, Ma, I'm chill. I'm sorry or whatever. I'm sorry I treated you because she says, you treat me like I'm 10. And I'm like, really? I'm trying to treat you like you're eight, but whatever. Oh, my God. All right. So, friends. Lots of them. Few friends. Lots of acquaintances. What do you got going on? Few, few good friends. Lots of acquaintances. I've been in marketing and advertising for 30 years. So, lots of acquaintances. Um, few, few really good friends. I like to keep it simple and tight. And People that know me. I mean, I can be a friend to anybody. I, I love to help anybody out. But yeah. I also, I really relish my family time. You know, for some reason, I was just looking at this one profile. This dude was like, you know, how they go on, be a friend on Facebook. I'm still getting used to that. Do you do that all stuff? Friend, LinkedIn friends. Do you have all that stuff? No, going on? I don't. You know what? The honest truth is, and people have asked me about this. I get a lot of um, messages about this. About a year ago, I cut myself off of almost Facebook almost completely when the election started because people were just vicious 
And I realized, dude, I don't want to even be part of this kind of platform that people are just being so catty and vicious to each other. I have never been happier. I mean, if you're my true friend, you'll call me yeah. and tell me what's going down. You know, or you'll, you'll text me and say, hey, my kids will text me and say, hey, Ma, go on Facebook and look at this. We put a picture of the kids up. But I just don't go on like I used to. You know, I, I'm going to just give you the other side of it. I never till last year was on at all. Like, yeah, we did it for my club, my health club, but I didn't really go on, you know, a few right. quotes here and there. But now with virtual, I decided, okay, and what I'm doing, they're like, Sandy, what happened? You need a presence. So, all right, in the last nine months or whatever, since March, I've been going full strong. Here's the deal. I really feel this way. Lots of cool acquaintances. I met a lot of great people around the world, but you get to exnate people that you don't want in there. So I've formed a group of people that I love what they have to say. And I did not realize that. Did you know that? You can say, you're out, you're out, you're out. I did not know that. Yeah, I did because I kind of, I, I worked with Facebook or worked with, they worked with people from Facebook when it first started. So I had a lot of access to a lot of media stuff and knowledge on that stuff. And um, yeah, I just really, I don't know. I'm just super happier that I don't have to check on it. And maybe, you know what? It is, is. it is a job. It is a full-time job. It's a job. job. Yeah. And, and it, my whole job has been marketing and advertising for my billions of years. So I'm always like kind of happy that I'm not, and I'm a, I love Instagram because yeah. I like that people, it seems like on Instagram, everybody's got something funny or positive to say, or at least the people I'm connected to. Yeah. I think it's the people you're connected to. Yeah. yeah. All right. So... <laughs> But I'm a huge LinkedIn fan because I have, oh, I have a big, 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 big network. So okay, I, well, I then that's it. that's a thing. LinkedIn, it's it's more of a professional business way, right? Yeah, because if somebody, if one of my friends is like, "Hey, I need this. Do you know anybody?" It's there's always somebody that's like willing to help. It's amazing. I agree. I agree. All right, let's get let's get right to it. I have to talk about the motorcycle. Oh, it's go. I told you it's gone. Right, I'm, I'm selling it. So. No, what do you mean? Wait a minute. Do you still have it now? You didn't no. tell me you were selling it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's gone. I'm selling it. Yeah. Why? Because, wait, well, my kids won't hear this because I want to get a Harley in the spring. <gasps> Is it because I told you I had a Harley? No, because I want the Harley 500, the newer one. Did you see it? No. It's really nice. I don't know why I'm whispering. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My kids are, they don't even live here. Ma's downstairs and she's hard of hearing. She would freak out <laughs> if she heard. But no, I really, um, why the new heart? Tell me about it. I don't know. It's just badass looking. What color you know, are you the, getting? I would. I, I want to. I want to have a custom teal, mm. like a custom teal done on it. But I really wanted. I I didn't want the seven fifty anymore. Honestly, if I dropped it, it was very difficult to get it up. Um, when you lay it down, if you can't pick up your bike once you lay it down, you shouldn't have that bike. That's how I feel. Oh. So. Um, so I was like, I was having a hard time getting it up, and I don't know. I, I just I, like, I understand. Yeah, I'm, I was kind of getting over it. I get, I'm, as you can probably tell, I get bored with things. Easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like an old guitar where you're attached and you're going to have to say goodbye. Do you have a name for the motorcycle? No, because it was purple, remember? And I don't like purple. No, see, man, I, I must be having issues. Did I drink two glasses of wine when we were talking last time? I don't remember it being purple. I don't remember you getting rid of it. Yes, it was purple. And I'll tell you right now, I bought a piece that was a steal. Like, my girlfriend works at Harley. And she goes, somebody just dropped off a Honda Shadow. It's in unbelievable condition. It's a $7.50. We'll give it to you for nothing. Come and get it. I went okay. there, got it. And I went, holy shit, it's purple. 
And she's like, come on, Kara, it's a great purple. I'm like, oh. Is oh. it a great purple? Everybody loved it. They were like, hey, that's great. I didn't love it. I didn't love the purple. Yeah. I mean, I like purple, but I, I, I would rather have, like, baby blue and cream. Yes, 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 yes. There you go. See? That's what I would rather. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Karen. You have to tell them the wood story. You have to tell them the wood story. Oh, which who's what? No, I mean, no, just, <laughs> so, sorry about that, everybody. Um, no, she's not. No, listen I'm not. to me. Listen to me. All right, you were telling me you get all this freaking wood. I don't know what you were doing with it. I know I must have zoned out on that, but some guy challenged you, and what are you going to do with all that wood? I'm going to move it. I'll oh no, it that was seven. That was eleven tons of rock. So what, honestly, oh, what I happened? I get wood. No, because you you're right. So for I took I quit marketing and advertising for three years i was doing a whole bunch of i wanted to do odd jobs did you ever see dirty jobs that show no is it good it's a good it just shows you like this guy does like crazy jobs all over the place so i wanted to i always wanted to try something like that so i just a friend of mine said hey i need he had a three-story house he said i need my house painted so i was like okay i'll do that so for a whole summer and fall i stood on scaffolding three stories high painting his house so that was really Lord. great. Like every day out, and I was amazing. So then he was like, he does wood. He's like a lo- not a logger, but he just he goes and brings down big trees, cuts them all up, hauls them out, puts them on trucks, delivers them like people for their firewood. So he's like, I said to him, dude, did you ever need help? That sounds like fun. He's like, yeah. So I helped him for a year, bringing down wood. See, so, I knew there was wood somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did it for a year. It was really fun. We had a great time. I mean, we do it in the rain and the snow. It was so much fun. And then um, I'm I'm big into landscape design. I've been doing it my entire life. And I have a friend that works at a quarry, so he'll drop off rock for me. So I went and picked out like eleven tons of rock. So I had all eleven dro- tons. Eleven tons. Had it dropped in my driveway. So the neighbor down the way also is a landscaper, but he'd always come to my yard for suggestions. Oh, what do you think about this? And I used to say, John, you're going to pay me. You're going to pay my firm opinion. But anyway, so um, he comes by one day, he stops at the driveway, and he looks at me, he goes, so, there's a lot of rock. I said, yeah, it's 11 tons. He goes, how long is that going to take you to move? I said, a weekend. Because I thought, there you go, bud. Yeah. yeah. So there, there you have it, honey. So I call my daughter. So my daughter comes over. Two wheelbarrows, two shovels. We moved that rock in one weekend. Of course you did. It was killer. We laughed. I mean, we were just like humping Wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow after wheelbarrow rock. It was great. Uh, uh, and how long did it take? How many hours? Oh, my God. Each day we were probably out there 10 hours, I would oh. say. Yeah. There's the workout. Yeah. And my daughter's so great. Like, she's so amazing. She's really into the same things I am. She loves the outdoors. She loves bodybuilding. She loves all this stuff. So it first started out, like, she's like, oh, Mom, you know, use the show. I'll use this one. And, it, like, I was going to be the inferior one in this gig. And I looked at it. I was like, What? <laughs> And then we went for it. Like, how many did you do? You know, we, we, we really went for it then. It was fun. Oh, my God. So, did you ever, like, want to move to Colorado? I owned a home in Colorado. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Where? I owned a home right outside of Colorado Springs. Biggest, right at the foot of Pikes Peak. Biggest mistake of my life was selling it. I sold it because we moved, and I was renting it, and the renters were destroying it, and they kept calling me, you got to come back and look at this, you got to come back and look at this. Even though I had an agency that was watching it, they were doing a crap job, so I sold it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How long did you have it? Um, let me see. I had it 
four years. I bought it and made, I think I made 37000 on it in four years. I'm really sad that you sold it. I am too. I, you, I love gorgeous, Colorado. I love Colorado. Gorgeous, gorgeous house. But I was moving to Hawaii. And so it Wait, was. All right. All right. You can't just throw that in because right now, where do you live? Jersey? I live in Jersey. Yeah. Okay. So you went from Colorado to Hawaii. Yeah. We were military. So I was wondering why you ended yeah, up in Jersey. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing uh, wrong with it. That's where I grew up. But you know. Yeah. So we were military. So. We were, we got he got orders for for Hawaii, so we moved to Hawaii, and they, people were just destroying this house, so we ended up selling it. Okay, and how long were you in Hawaii? Um, uh, for almost five years. Wow. Yeah, for almost five. It was the best time of my life. Did you best. surf? I tried it, not good, but I scuba dive a lot. So okay, yeah. I've only been there once. And you know how the big Simone guys take you out? And they go, yeah. up, up, down, down, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I could surf. But then when they left, I couldn't surf. Oh, no. No, because you know what I mean? Their timing is everything. And they yes. would say, now, now, now. That's all they would say. And then you pop up on the board. Yes. It was so fun. But then when they left, you, you know, you can't, first of all, you can't learn to surf in a week. So let's just get that straight. Right, right. right. But you have to do it while you're there. Oh, yeah. You know, the best time I, I scuba dived a lot. I did a lot of scuba diving there. And um, I just loved it. It was just everything about it was just me. I love the beach. I'm a huge beach fan. So I'm, I'm terrified of being in a boat in the ocean, but I love the ocean. So you want to be able to get to shore. Yeah, I want to have a tank on me with somebody, yeah. you know, with a regulator and a, and a mask. <laughs> yeah, 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 I want to be able to get to shore. Yeah. Did you go to any of the rainforests? Because that's what I did there, and I loved them. Where, did you go to Kauai? Yes. That, yes, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Mm. Yep. Yep, it was great. All right, was, so, like, take me to how you got to Jersey. So, from Hawaii, we got orders for Arizona. So okay. then I went to Arizona, lived there, loved it there. Everywhere I've lived, I've loved. I loved it in Arizona. Went to Mexico a ton. Um, my One of my best friend's parents lived in Mexico, so we went there to visit them all the time. So that was super duper fun. Um, then from Arizona, we got orders to go to Germany. So we lived in Germany for four, almost five years. And my daughter was born there, so she's a dual citizen of Germany and the United States. And then from... Jersey, we got state. Um, from Germany, we got stationed to Fort Drum, New York. That was nice. And then we divorced, and I came to Jersey because my parents were here. Oh, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. Because I told you, I grew up in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Phillipsburg. Phillipsburg. Wait, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Phillipsburg, New Jersey. My son's a police officer in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. No way. Yeah. Yes. Why? Why Phillipsburg, of all things? Like, come on, I don't know anyone. Right, he is. Isn't that bizarre? Is that the most bizarre thing ever? He's a, it, he's a police officer there. But why Phillipsburg? Well, he was on, the, he was, he got accepted to State Police Academy. That was the year that they put everything on hold because of some lawsuit. And they offered him a job in Phillipsburg. And he went to the academy there and took that job. And how long has he been there? Um... Eight years? How, is my brother in trouble there? Could you find out? No. I could. Oh, yeah. I'll let you know later. 
or my nephew or the, is everyone still okay there? Yeah, I'll tell you, it's the most bizarre thing because like I have a really bad foot because we're living in Germany. I drove the Autobahn all the time. So I'll go through town and they'll be like, ma'am. And they'll be like, oh, I'm like, please don't tell him. Just please. <laughs> please. I'm sorry. I won't go through town anymore. <laughs> I mean, like, Phyllis Berger's, you know, small. So he's, you know, you got to know everyone. That's But just... you know what now? It's not. It's, it's not a nice place and it's huge. Not huge, but big. Yeah. It's yeah, not that's a nice true. place. Not a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. Not my thing, but whatever. Right. I'm glad he's doing well. Okay. So let's get in so we don't go through the whole session and not get in any of these lovely tips to give the people. You ready? I'm ready. Now, you know what? I'm, I, screw that. I'm not doing that. I need to go first to this. I know you probably have a million and one of amazing guests that you brought on your show, but can you tell us about some that just really stood out? Is oh there a gosh. few? So I know. Many. I know. Yeah. I hate when people say that, but is there somebody that you're like, whoa, or a couple? And don't worry. She loves you all, but just a couple. Oh, yeah. I absolutely adore them. Well, first of all, I, I, I love Heather the Heat Hardy, who's a female champion boxer, was amazing. Of course, um, Taylor Dane, you know, the singer, she was amazing. Um, Dr. Anna Fisher, first female that was a mother astronaut in space. Mm. Her story was rocking. Um, Sherry Salata, the president for, well, former president of Oprah Winfrey Networks, she was killer. Mm. Um She's so, so, so... Dr. Shannon Klingon, she, she's the one that invented Lumi, the no-natural deodorant. Actually, she premiered it, I think, or got very close to premiering it on my show. Um, amazing story. Amazing story behind that, that invention of Lumi all-natural deodorant. We're still very good friends. I mean, Dr. Lu- Doolittle, she was amazing, telling me all about... Oh, Dr. Aunt, uh, Glass... Dr. Glass was so crazy. She was an FBI profiler. They would bring her in, the FBI would, and CIA, to profile terrorists. And oh she was God. a body, body language, body, yeah, body language specialist. But she could tell by looking at your body language what was up with you. She was just, oh, she was a killer. She's very, we're, we're still staying in contact. Um, we, I stay in contact with, like, just about all of these people, of course. No we'll, way. No, of these people, we'll, we'll reach out over Instagram. Oh, Gloria Aldred, which Sherry, our dear friend Sherry Botwin, brought in with her. Um, Gloria was on my show during the Cosby trials. Wow. Yeah. So she was. She's an amazing person. Everybody. I mean, so many, just cool, rocking. Um, open, honest, and they say the same thing every damn show. In the beginning, they'd be like, well, I don't really want to touch on this. And I'd say, I'm all good with that. If you don't want to touch on it, we don't touch on it. And after the show, they'd be like, how the hell did you get me to talk about that? (laughs) All right, we won't go there, but if we do. (laughs) I said, I didn't ask it. You just brought it up. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, because you didn't say they had to. That's why. right. It's not about, like, I was never, I always used to say, Seth, who was my co-host, is a, such a great guy. It's so amazing. We had such fun times. And I, it's not about digging people's dirt. I don't care about your dirt. I want people to hear, you know, life lessons. That's yeah. what it is. It's life lessons. And your stories. What made you come up with the show? Like, how'd you come up with it? To be honest with you, I don't know why, but my kids always called, they used to say, you're one tough mother. 
like New Jersey, uh, because I was a single mom for most of their life after we divorced. And um, I was really tough. And the other thing was people would always ask, no matter where we were, people would ask my advice. And my, it used to drive my kids nuts. They don't even know you. Why did, they, why did people come up to you for help? Why do people want to talk to you all the time? So they said, you ought to have a show. True story. You ought to have a show. So I said, okay. So I put up a show. I love that. So you basically took what you were doing already in real life and put it into a podcast. Yep, exactly. And Seth was such a compliment to that because having a male co-host yeah. was just, he just killer. He had great insight. I mean, he just really, it was really good. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, and fun. You had fun with him. You could tell you had fun with him. Oh my God, we used to rip on each other so bad. So bad. Yeah, you have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. We had this exercise company gave us equipment, and they wanted us. They were our sponsor for six months, I think it was, and we both had to use it. And uh-huh. I would just rip him to pieces. And Seth is a trainer. He's a he's a certified personal trainer. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. He's killer. Yeah, that kid, that guy can cut up very quickly. I knew he was really into fitness and, you know, taking all these high-end supplements, but never knew he was a trainer. <laughs> yeah, he's a trainer. Yeah, he's cool. He's funny. Makes sense. Okay, so do you really do this, Karen? I have to know. Can you really listen truly to someone that just is like, oh, my God, I can't believe that and not have judgment? Um, It's hard. First of all, I, I'm going to be a liar if I'd say yes because – you always have, there's, no matter what you're innately in nature, we have that sixth sense, that weird kind of vibe that comes through us, I think. And so um, I, I try, very, I really try to catch myself and I try really hard not to judge people. But there are definitely things that I am judgmental on, especially like children, like the way people treat children. Um I try very, very hard not to be. Like, I try to put myself in their space. That's one thing I always do first is, like, I try to put myself in their space. But there's never, ever a time that abuse of a child or of an animal is in my my head space. I can't can't grasp any of that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. There's some things you're like, wait a minute. I can go a long way, but once you start abusing people, ugh. Yeah. That's where my antennas go up. So what is your advice? I have a couple questions here because I, you know, reached out to some peeps and told them that you were coming on. What is your advice when you're sitting there and you're listening to someone say something you totally goes against your whole grain of being? How do you react back with, you know, without anger? I spend a lot of time listening and just trying to calculate or listen to what they're saying and, and try to figure out where they're coming from. And lately, I've been getting really good at saying to people, and it just happened actually today. I'll say to them, so would you like my opinion? <laughs> so, <laughs> because when I say that, it's like when my kids used to lie when they were little. They'd tell the lie and I'd go, so do you want to tell me again? Like, here's oh your chance. God. I you love that. I mean? Wait a minute. I love that. Do you want to tell me again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your chance, dude. This is your chance to bail on your first story and come up with the real gig. So they knew that they mom knows I'm lying or she wouldn't ask this and I better come up with the right story here. So with these people like I, I just when I they get all done I just I'll say to them so would, would you like my opinion? And believe me when I tell you Sandy people have said no. Yeah. They do? Oh yeah, they'll say no. Cuz they'll they'll lump just by the look on my face. 
that. All right, so wait a minute. Go forward. Did you give them your opinion or no? No. Oh, they didn't want it? No. Mm -mm. No. Oh, because they they knew you were going to be straight up with them. They knew it. I was, I was going to give them the business. They were going to get the business. So just by the look on my face, for me to ask that, so do you want my opinion? They were like, uh, no. And I was like, okay. Not doing that. You know what? I'm trying to think of if I ever said that, do you want my opinion? Somebody said no. I'm trying to think. Because that's powerful. You're giving them the option to get out. But if you come and forth, you're going with true authenticity. True, honey, if you're coming, we're going together, okay? <laughs> That's how it's going to be. You're coming with your opinion. We're going together. So they know that, but just by, I don't know if they know who I am or just by my demeanor yeah. or like Dr. Glass said, just by my body language. Yes, my your body features. language. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. So you're sitting on the highway, right? And mm-hmm. people cut you off and all that. Do you have any road rage? Oh, yeah. You know what it is, too? When, you're going to flip when you hear this. I'm listening. So I don't know uh, what made me ask that, but go ahead. I have um, two artificial hands in my car. From, no, you don't. Yeah, from Halloween, probably six, eight years ago. And because I drove into New York constantly and all the time, and I was always in the city, I just would hold up one of their hands and shake it at them. And they look at me like, you're a freaking lunatic and get away <laughs> from me. Yeah. So I get stopped by a cop on Route 80, which you know 80's big. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I forgot these hands are in the back seat and they're like oh laying in the back seat and the cops come up and, and actually they were like, ma'am, do you realize you have a headlight out? And I was like, oh no, I don't realize that. And they're flashing through my car and he goes and point, he hits his uh, arm on this, his uh, partner and the partner looks in the back seat cause it's like 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, ma'am, what's in the back seat of your car? I go, oh, my blanket. He goes, no. He goes, the back seat of your car. Because they, like, have sleeves on them. They look, yeah, like, yeah, hand, yeah. They look like hands. And he's like, oh I go, what? God. So I turn around and go, oh, the hands? And he goes, yeah. I go, they're just there. All That's right, what man. you said. They're yeah. just there. They're just there. They go, well, you need to get the headlight fixed. I was like, okay, thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> I wonder if they first thought they were bodies or parts. They <laughs> look like body parts because they have sleeves on them. Yeah, at nighttime, sure. Oh, my God. So that's what you use to whip somebody off. Just wave the hand at them. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. You was wor- Oh, please, my son. I, I don't do this anymore. I one time had a fake Halloween badge. And I drove up again alongside somebody and showed them the badge. They flipped out. They went so slow. They thought, oh, my God, she's a cop. And I that's told, a riot. I told my son, and he flipped on me. That's all impersonating an officer. You can't do that. You can't do I'm a cop now. Blah, blah, you, blah. So I just stop. So I don't do that. Okay. So next question. What keeps you up at night? Everything. Oh. Okay. I have spent my entire life sleeping three to five hours a night. No, you don't. I do. In fact, when I was a child, I wish Bob was here. If Mom, Mom would... Tune right in on this one. My, when I was a child, I slept with my eyes open. Wait, well, oh, that's creepy. It was very creepy, she said. Like, creepy on so many levels. On so many levels. She said they were never closed all the way. They were half, halfway closed. Okay, all right. So, you go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Do you sleep three to five hours, or do you wake up? Like, what, what's the process here? I need to know the whole thing. 
I'm usually in bed by 11.30, 12. Okay. Exactly 2.30 in the morning, maybe 2.40 at the very latest. I wake up and I usually stay up till about 3.45 and then I get up at 5.30. And when you're up at that time, what does one do? I start. I my I I create stuff. Or I start thinking of stuff. Sometimes. Okay, so you don't get up and like watch TV or write. No, or no, any no, of that. no, 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 no. I just am create like creating things in my head. Um, I just had a really good talk with a girlfriend who's a psychologist, and she's like, and a psychotherapist. She goes, "Why don't you like close? Look at the backs of you know with your eyes closed, look at your eyelids from the back for when, and create in your mind." And I've been doing that. And it's really cool. It's like drawing. So, yeah, that's what I do. No, wait, say that again? I couldn't hear something. When you close your eyes, you yeah. see the inside of your, your eyelids. You can, like, draw in the insides of your mind. Yeah, I don't think I'm that creative. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I just create. Like, I create or I think things through or I think of things that I want to do. Like, I have such a huge list of things I want to do before I leave this earth. And then I made this pact with God or, or Buddha or whoever you want to believe is there that I really yeah. probably can't leave to like I'm 110. Yeah, you, know, you have to have that talk. Listen, I got a lot I want to accomplish here. Yeah. I call it like, you, it's, I just call it say universe. So that way encompasses whatever your yeah, higher yeah, power that's being. It, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because uh, everybody in my family lives like a pretty really long time. And one of the things I've said to the universe is I, I do not want to leave until I'm probably 109 or 110 for the simple reason that I really need to torture my children for that length of time. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm with you there. All right, let's yes. switch gears about your grandkids. So you said you have how many? Seven? Seven. All right. Do you find yourself wanting to parent them? Like, do this, do that, do that, this, or don't tell your parents that I'm doing this because that's a lot of grandkids. Oh my God, I'm always in trouble. Are you kidding? I don't want to parent them. I want to have a lot of fun with them. They can do whatever they want in my house to within reason, as long as they don't do anything really bad. And we do so many fun, cool things that like they, they don't, yeah, they t it's totally fun stuff. Like when we go to the beach, we go to the beach every year as a family. Then we do so many fun, cool things. I have a convertible, so we'd go to the very top of the hill, and then I drive with my knees, and we put our hands up like we go down in a roller coaster. I got in trouble. Yeah, for yeah. That. So yeah, but and what of, do they call you? They call me Nan. They call and my you Nan. Yeah, my oldest grandchildren used to call me Crazy Nana. They must love you. Oh, they. I. I mean, I hope that they do. They act like they do. They're just crazy. Like I love to be fun with them. I don't want to be their parent. They've got the, my kids, and my kids do a great job at that. Yeah. And I just, I want to have fun with them. I just want to be their fun space. So do you ever say, when they say, I don't want to do this, my parents, well, I'm just asking you because this happened to me. My parents want me to do that, this, this, and that. Do you say, eh, you don't have to worry about that? Or do you take it right back to your kids? No, this is what, this is what I did one time. I think it was my second grandson, Stone Michael. I think he said to me, Oh, it was him. He said to me, Nan, I want to live with you. He was probably like three or four. I want to live with you because it's so much fun here. So I sat there for a minute. I said, hmm, you know what, dude? I said, okay, but if you live here, I can't be Nan anymore. 
I have to be your parent. So you have to be in bed by 7.30. You have to do this. <laughs> I gave him like all this stuff he had to do. And we can't do that. No, uh, I'm your parent. You got to do this. He got all done. He goes, my mom would miss me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants you to be fun dad. You yeah. know what I mean? No, they, they totally know that. Like there's certain, they know. They don't push, they don't really ever push my buttons, honestly. They know. That it's just, uh, if they do something, I've seen them, of course, do something bad that I know yeah, that their yeah. parents wouldn't want them to do. So I say to them, dude, don't do that. Don't put me in a position to make me have to say something. And then they're cool with it. Yeah, it's 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 you, though. It's you giving them that. You know what I mean? You're like, you're saying they don't really challenge you. It's because you set the ground rules and they know this is what I'm cool. I'm fun. And yeah, don't cross that line. Yeah. Like I don't, don't stand on my furniture. Don't, don't beat each other up. And other than that, it's pretty good. Oh my God. I just can't imagine. It must be a who, like I was already envisioning what Christmas might be like at your house. It's chaos. It's absolute and utter chaos so do they get up in the morning and does everybody got tons of gifts and blah 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 and ripping open and yes the whole thing? yes we don't do the formal bobby this is yours and everybody watches him and goes oh ah, and then he oh thank you we do this this is your bag full of gifts go <laughs> <laughs> and everybody rips open at the same time yeah my daughter just said mom i have no clue what they got from who i said well you don't need to they know like, who cares? Because yeah. this is so much, it's chaotic. It's true chaos. True chaos. And I bet it's so much fun, though. It's so fun. And I dress up every year. Um, I dress up like I dressed up like a who. I've dressed up like a Mrs. No. Claus. I've dressed up like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So who did you dress up this year? This year, I dressed up with the Grinch stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, we I need just, pictures. We need yeah. pictures. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was the funniest one, I think, so far. Oh, no, no. But, yeah, yeah, I'd say fun. And every Halloween, I dress up like a witch. And if I didn't, I think the kids would pass out. All right, that's what I was just crazy. going to. Do you also haunt your house out and dress up for Halloween? I have had kids come to my house year after year and say, you have the best house in town. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I do the surgical scene on the front porch, the blood, the screaming, everything. You name it. Well, I figured if you're going all out, there's two holidays to go all out for. It's Christmas and Halloween because you can go over the top of decorations. Over the top. And you know what, though? It's like crazy because this, this Halloween was so so bad because of COVID. But they, I still had it. I said, they're still coming. I'll wear yep. a mask. I'll wear yep, gloves. Yep. I still had it. But um, I just, I don't want kids, Santa, they miss too many things that we had when we were little. Yeah, I know. They missed too many things. Well, did you get kids? Yeah, I had, what was it? We had 505, I think. 508, something like that. Because we got tons of kids, but we did the same thing. We haunted everything out, but we put a table out in the yard, like with all the candies and blah, 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 and then stuff mm-hmm. in the porch mm-hmm. so that they felt comfortable. And it was a shitload of kids. Yeah. Yeah, we counted because so we know I'm- how much candy we buy. Well, we kept, so I underestimated this year. I thought it was going to be less because we, we do have that Halloween town, but it was more. So my husband was like, get in the car, go to CVS now, now, now. <laughs> Borrowing candy from the neighbors. Well, we thought it was going to be a third at least. Do you know what I mean? Not as many, yeah. but we were wrong. And I was happy. Yeah. I was happy to see that. So yeah, mom that said, cool. mom, this is the first time, mom, because I have a huge big black cauldron. And mom's like, what are you doing? Nobody's going to come this year. It's not gonna... I said, Mom, 
Everybody knows I'm having it. And they all came. Oh, good. I'm so happy. Yeah. Well, I need tons of pictures of all this. I need tons and tons and tons. <laughs> all right. So, so we got, we got to get, I'm like going, ah, I got to make sure I get this in here. So you mentioned, and I, I, I got to keep remembering this because sometimes they sneak in there. You are only as good as the people you put around you. I mean, and, you know, make sure they elevate you. Do you ever find that you have some friends that you've been friends with for a while and you go, wait a minute, how they get there or it doesn't happen to you? It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's a purpose for that. Like I have people, I don't know if I call them friends. Well, yeah, I have people that I see on a regular basis and I would say I would help them if they needed help. So I would yeah. say they're my friend. But they really um, have nothing positive to bring to the relationship. Like there's always an issue. There's always yep. a problem. There's yep. always something happening. So uh, the reason I leave them there is I think they are a balance for me. Like they balance out. I, I never let it get to the point where they're like it's where I'm upset or disgusted or mad about it. But I see them, remember, from crappy people, you can learn super big lessons. And one of them is how not to be crappy. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so. Yeah, because you're like, all of a sudden I'll think, wait a minute, how did you get there? And then you, I, I, I like the way you say that they serve a purpose. They right. do serve a purpose. But it's all about you, baby. It's all about you. When and that's mother. not selfish. It's not selfish, man. No, it's not. No, it's your life. Okay, you get one, as far as I know. But you get one, and you need to really rock it the way you want to rock it. Honestly. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm cycling back in. Me and God had a talk. I want to come back as a football player, and I want to be a professional quarterback. And I, the reason I want to do this is because I don't want to get hit that much, and I want to be in the locker rooms, and I like the camaraderie where they smack each other's butts. <laughs> oh, my God. I would like that, too. I don't know why, but... I just, it's not like I want to hurt anyone. I don't like the, but I love sports. I like being around it. And I just like the way they go, way to go. And bam, they smack the butt. <laughs> Doesn't that just I seem love like it. fun? It is fun. It's great shit. And my, all my kids play football, except for my daughter. And they all played from little on through college and were their college captains of their teams. Really? Oh, yeah. So <gasps> you are a football mom. A football mom. I got an interview from some, I forget which, which, paper it was it was a big paper though and they called me and they said you spent how many because they calculated how many years I spent in the stands and they said now that your last son has graduated college what will you do I said I'm going to adopt a kid and yeah. follow up no it's sad like you know when your kids are done you're like wait now what I mean now that my other grandson, people's kids yeah, but my grandsons are great my grandsons are awesome they're great sports but they play amazing sports basketball football baseball okay all right so you got you got another cycle you're lacrosse right. yeah I'm, I'm on it i mean and i'm the crazy nan so i'll be up there going shotgun shotgun i'm like yelling the plays reading the play on the field and everybody's looking at me like holy hell this is midgets what's wrong with that lady oh my god do you have your little wine thing you bring with you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's for sure all right. Well, we got to go to rapid fire. I told you we'd be done by nine, but sorry, girlfriend. I, hope... <laughs> I was trying to keep it in, but you know. That's all right. It's, it's cool. It's you ready? Fun, yeah. Rapid fire. Rapid. And some of them you answered before and some of them you haven't. So let's just get into it. What, what is your favorite show? I don't watch television. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Wait a minute. 
shut the front door. Someone who only sleeps three to five hours, I thought you must be binging something. I don't watch I haven't watched it for like 25 or so years. Because in indus- my industry was television advertising, writing and producing television commercials. And uh, I, don't, I didn't want anything to sway my opinion. And I don't enjoy it, so I don't watch it. Not even comedies? No. No, I kept watched shows, especially now that Ma has lived with me for the past seven years. Like she'll be like, "Come and watch this show with me," or "I want okay. you to see this show." Okay. So I have watched a show or so, but I don't, I don't come home and ever watch television. All right, so then I, I got to go ask this. So you, when you get home from work, what's the routine? Like, what do you do? Usually, I I get home, I walk the dog, or the dogs, and then I work out for an hour. Maybe an at hour. night, so you're a night person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At night, maybe an hour and fifteen, maybe an hour. Because and you know, the ten hours of moving the rocks wasn't enough. You better. Yeah, get <laughs> exactly. I, that's what mom was like. You didn't do enough today. You have to go down to the because I have a gym in my house. So you have to yeah, go to yeah. the gym. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so you come home, you walk the dogs, you work out for an hour, or so, and then I have my glass of wine, and mm-hmm. I like to read with your tea and your club soda. Yep, or my water, my clubs or sparkling water. Sorry. Yep, and I like to uh, read things on the internet, or actually, I like to listen to uh, Doctor Jordan Peterson or Sam Harris or Joe Rogan. Like I like to listen to their different things going on. Oh, I love podcast. lectures. Yeah. yeah, I love I love lectures. I love uh, if I watch a show, it's got to be a documentary, and it's got to be somebody called me and went like when my one son is really into documentaries, he'll call me and go, Mom. You got to watch this. And then I'll, I'll watch that documentary. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah. But wait a minute. How do you find out about lectures? How did I find out about them? No, no. Well, how are, do you find out what's, a, like you said, you like to watch lectures? Yeah, that one leads to, to yeah, one leads to another. Like, usually you'll have, like, somebody will listen to them lecture and they'll lecture. And then they'll talk about people that they've listened to lecture. And then you go to that lecture. Gotcha. I mean, it's, you know. I, I Anybody like, recently you love? Doctor, definitely. Dr. Jordan Peterson. I love him. Okay. I mean, I don't, like, I'm not in love with him, but I love his opinions of things. And no, I don't agree I with it. everything he it. says at all. But I do agree with a lot of things he says. So I, I like him a lot. Okay. I'm putting him down. I know you mentioned him before. Okay. Favorite color? Um, I love all the colors but purple. So I'm going to say blue. <laughs> I forgot. Because of this stupid motorcycle. <laughs> Anywho, all right, I think I know this, but what do you like doing in your spare time besides working out? I have to be outside. Anything outside. that has to do anything. with Moving rocks, yeah. wood, you know. Anything, care. anything, yep, to do with outside. I'm surprised you didn't do one of those, what is that, those community service or charities where you build a home? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always wanted to do that. I just never had the time. Yep. Because I could see you doing that. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. I always wanted to do like one of those um, where you build a child's playground or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Do you read? Do you like books? I do not read. I'm not a good reader because I my mind is and I've taken years to analyze this. And thank you to all the guests I've had on who have been amazing uh, therapists. My mind is too fast. Like I can't slow my mind <laughs> down. Therapist. Because <laughs> yes. I'll say, why can't I read? Like when we're off the air, I'm like. I can't read. What's wrong with me? There's so much interesting stuff to read. And I have, people have sent me, oh, Sandy, I have boxes and boxes and boxes of books from authors that have sent me their books. I'd love you to read this and see if you want to talk about it. But, um. So I wait, just, you bring them on and go, yo, I'm sure your book was great. Yeah. 
Now, if it's the person coming on, I'll listen or I'll read parts of it. Or oh, you listen. That's right. You can listen. I can listen. But mostly I, I just, I'm not, people just sent me a million trillion books and I'm not a reader. I don't like to sit and read. I feel like if you're sitting still, you're not being productive. <laughs> but you are learning and you are seeking knowledge because you're doing all these lectures and podcasts. So you're Yeah, you know, I've had, I've had some, I, I lectured at Scholastic in New York. I mean... I've I've had some I've lectured for TJ Maxx and Marshalls. I've lectured for some of these big companies. I I lectured with um Ali Ali Muhammad Ali's daughter oh, and Lord. Barbara Corcoran. I did something with them on stage. Like I I love that stuff. I just don't yeah, like to you. read. Yeah. Well, I don't read fiction novels, but I do which it's not long reading, read a lot of self-help books. It's amazing. My my kids, all four of them, love to read. All four of them. But I just am not, like, I'm just not a big reader. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you ever want to send some of those books my way, send them. You know what? I... You might get a big shipment in the spring because I've got to go through a ton of them and get rid of them. Yeah, but only send me the nonfiction, like, or anything, you know, memoirs or biographies. Yes, or yes, 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 yes. I've got some incredible ones, too. Okay, let's get it. From the morning to night, give me a day. From the morning, I get up at 5.30, 5.40 at the latest. All right, stop that. I'm going to rechange it. One of your favorite days. I get up at 5.30, 5.40 at the latest. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Shit, I would be like, let's sleep in. All right, all right. No, no, plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. That's what my dad used to say. Lord have mercy. So, okay, go ahead. So you at, still get up at 5.30. Yeah, 5.40. And um, I get out 5.40, let's correct that. Yep, make my tea. Um, do a bunch of stuff around the house. I like to, like, wander around fixing things or getting things done. Then I kind of map out my day. So if it's that nice out or even halfway nice, even if it's just drizzling, I know I'm going to be outside doing some crazy things. So I'll go outside. Right now, I've decided that looking at my office, that it's just ridiculously in shambles because of the holidays. I use this as a catch-all. So I've got to go through this on the next day that I have an opportunity to go through this. But uh, I just like to map out things I'm going to do. And I feel really accomplished at the end of the day because I know I'm like, hey, I got that done. That's all done. So that's my favorite day, accomplishing something. You know, I almost feel as if I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking if I was going to follow you like a little fly on your shoulder and go through your day, I can't even imagine you don't accomplish a lot in a day. Like, I don't even think, is there ever a day you go, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Never. And it bothers mom. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you ever say, nope, down day. Toodles. Nope, Ma, it really bothers her because she also, she'll say, <laughs> why, she says this to me, why can't you sit? I go, have you ever seen me sit? And she's like, no. And I go, then, then why ask me the question? Why do you have to do, what do you have to do that for? Why, it's, like, it's, it's mind boggling to her and my sister. Like my sister will come and visit and the first thing out of my mouth will be, you want to take dogs for a walk? She'll be like, oh my God, Karen, no, <laughs> can we just sit and chat? And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. But you know what? Here's the difference. You love it. Like you just said, when I asked you what was one of your favorite days, you want to accomplish stuff. Other people do it because they feel they should have, could have, would have. And that's a whole different ball of wax. You like accomplishing shit. I love it. I love, and it could be the littlest, stupidest thing. 
It really can. It could be like, okay, the littlest, stupidest thing, but if it bothers me, I want to get it done. No, no, like, no. I get I get it. I learned. I know you're going to appreciate this. <laughs> Megan, my manager's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? But she's 25. I learned how to post a video myself on LinkedIn. I was so freaking happy. Right? It's because you know what? So We're supposed to happy that I did yeah. it from my phone. I understood it. I realized it cuts you off in 10 minutes. I know how to do it now. I don't care. I want to call who's ever up at midnight and I want to tell them, guess what I did? Guess what I did? And they're like, F you. Why are you doing this right now? I don't care. <laughs> I know. Baby, because you feel like a dinosaur if you don't know this crap. Like, it's like people are like, whoa, you don't know TikTok? And I'm like, dude, I don't want to know TikTok. But <laughs> then when they say that, then it bugs me that I don't know it. So now and I'm going to be all night trying to figure to out how to TikTok. <laughs> right. I may not use it. I may never do it again. I know how to do it. And I hate that. Okay. You know when the youngins, the little smirk, like, really? You don't know how to do that? Come oh, on. yeah. Oh, that yeah. just drives me insane. Well, my oldest son um, has his doctorate. And he's, he's just a, a brilliant person. But there is no gray in his life. He's black and white. It's right or wrong, black yep. or white, yes or no. He's that regimented. And he's very, he reads, he's a voracious reader. He reads constantly. And... I cannot have him know something I don't know. If I think he's going to talk about something I don't know, you'll read I have up to, on it. I have to figure it out really quick because I mean it's just like he'll be like, "Well, I," and I'll say, "Really? Well, I know how to do this." And he'll be like, "What? What you do not?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Like, What's he has a doctorate in? He is education. Yeah, in education, he's a, a superintendent of schools. Mm-hmm. And this is a kid I couldn't get through high school. This is a kid really? with every... Oh, he was so awful. I used to say to him, he was an amazing football player, <clears throat> so he got a football scholarship. But he, he, I used to say to him, I will make it my life lesson. I mean, I will make it my life mission. My life mission. I will quit my job. We will starve. We will not have a place to live, but you're getting through high school. I will stay there every day and drag you to class. So people now, they'll see me in the streets and say... So, what, how's Troy? I'll be great. How's the kids? Good, good, good. What's Troy doing? I'll go, oh, he has his doctorate in education. I'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. All right, so you barely got him through high school. So what made him go to college? Well, he had, two, he had actually three choices. There were the three choices were you go to college you, on a scholarship, which he did. He went on a scholarship. You go to college. You go in the military. Or you get a job, which is, would you like fries with that order? And you move out. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Those are your choices. You, you're not staying here after. You're not staying here after you graduate high school. So figure out which one of these routes you want to take and knock yourself out. Okay. I would definitely pick door number two. Let's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And he, he's, he was, he's, it, it all came very clear to me once he was in college he was very bored in high school. He's brilliant. And he has to be constantly moving like me. Like, this is a guy who calls me at 5.30 in the morning and says, Mom, listen to this. I just thought this up. And we'll talk at 5.30 in the morning. My mom will say, who called you that early? And she, I was like, Troy, she goes, don't they re-? I was like, Mom, they know I'm up. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, he knows you're up. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's such a who. You... Just listening to you, even just with the grandchildren and dressing up like the who and your kids, 
your life is definitely filled, and I think the universe is going to fulfill your order and let you live to 110. I just really have to, just because I want to see what's going to happen. I really yeah. do. And, and you're you're still having a party. You got yeah. lots of you, you got to do. You know? Yeah, there's so much stuff, right? There's never a time ever, Sandy, that I've said, no, I'm too old. I don't want to do that. Oh never. Ever. Don't ever say those words. Pish, right. pish, pish. Right. right. All right, I'm going to end it on this one. When I say the word universe, what does it mean to you? Grateful. Grateful. I'm grateful for every single thing I have in the universe. Everything. I'm grateful for everything it's given me, good and bad to learn from the good and bad yeah and to give me the opportunity to accomplish things that like my kids said i've accomplished things and done things that most people have never in their lifetime been able to do so i'm grateful for that amen sister amen girlfriend thank this you been for having so me fun thank I you i know you're you i just can't believe we have i just still i'm it blows me away that you're from phillipsburg number one and number two is it that just, whacked by the way, it wasn't the best childhood. That's a whole different story. But anywho. Uh, believe me. But I, I tell you right now, I'm just really, um, Sherry brought us together. And I'm very grateful to her. And I just. Sherry Botwin. Love Woo-hoo! you. Love you, Cher. And she's doing amazing, by the way. She's doing really, really well. Isn't she? It's very amazing. So yeah. um, everyone that, that knows her knows how what an incredible human being she is. But um, yeah, I'm just thankful. Thank you so much. For allowing me to get back on and to, to talk and to tell you all my crappy stories. <laughs> oh, my God. There, first of all, there's everything I believe, every person I meet now, I, the first thing I say, this is, what, this is my slogan for the last few months. First of all, I have a big thing on my desk that says bring it on, and it's all outdoor adventure shit. So come on, Karen. Everything is outdoors. <laughs> Secondly, I always have one word, but for some reason these words came to me, which is I never say these words. Unstoppable, powerful, to inspire. And I felt that way because there's, I'm hitting some brick walls of things I want to do. And I'm like, just bring it on. I'm going to be unstoppable, powerful, to inspire. Normally, my world is pure joy, pure joy. <laughs> not that I'm not about joy. but Right, right, right. But when you know something and people. And so within two seconds of talking to you i'm like i don't know what's going to happen but we instantly connected and you feel that right oh you have guests you love and they inspire you and they're amazing and then there's people you just go okay we would be hanging our entire lives we must have been hanging in a separate life i mean seriously absolutely 100 percent. it's so true it's so fun so fun all right how should they reach you Oh, you can um, you can always reach me through one tough mother at gmail dot com. Right now, the show is down, so we haven't been doing it until we revive it. Um, revive, woohoo! Yeah, revive. But yeah, reach out on one tough mother at gmail dot com because it's I'm always looking. It's so interesting. I, I get so many people that uh, crazy, bizarre people. Oh, I'd love to be on the show, or and they're from all over the world, and I'm I'm just so joyful for that. So I'm hoping that we get it going again soon. And you know what? People are like, you know, oh well, you know, COVID. And, uh, every year has something that went on, and we're going to succumb this, or we're going to get past this, and it's going to be great. Yep, no doubt. All right, my let's keep it real, people. I know you're going to tell me, Karen, the one tough mother, she kept it real. 
And until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend who you think would love it. Also, don't forget to check out Sandy on Patreon. 